Welcome to the Andrea Ingstrom Show. I am passionate about helping you break through to your next level of abundance, success, and freedom so that you can create the life you desire and inspire others to do the same. I'm your host, Andrea Ingstrom, and on today's show, we are going to talk about overcoming procrastination, how to kick procrastination to the curb. So this is really close to my heart right now because recently I went on an amazing vacation and before before I left, I had so many good intentions about how I was going to be refreshed and I was going to hit the ground running in my business when I came back from that trip. And I just, when I was on my way home, I felt myself starting to get a little sick. I had a scratchy throat. And uh, when I got home, I allowed myself to just full on embrace, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to take a few days to just be sick. And genuinely, I had a low grade fever, I had a scratchy throat, I had a stuffy nose, but I want to tell you the truth. The truth is, is that there's a lot of people that felt worse than I did last week that got a lot of big things done in their business, but I allowed it to be an excuse for me to procrastinate, to allow some things to be pushed off till the next week. And I think it's really important that we do self-care and we take care of ourselves, but it's also important that we don't allow little things to get in the way of us taking action. And so I'm just being transparent today. Um, I've been struggling with procrastination in my life and I had a big breakthrough this week. And so I want to share with you some things that I did to overcome procrastination and get my butt in gear. Who needs to hear this today? I know if you're listening and you're continuing to listen that this is probably something that you can relate to. So the first principle that I want to share with you is about the concept of radical responsibility. So this is a bold principle that I teach my students in my coaching programs, um, this concept a lot. And it starts with the, the idea of tolerations. And tolerations are the tiny annoyances in your life that you have avoided dealing with. And so this might look like a loose doorknob that bothers you every day when you open the door. Um, in my house, when I came home from my trip, I had a flickering light bulb in a closet that had two lights. One of them was burnt out. One of them was flickering. And I lived that way for several days, right? This is a tiny annoyance. It's a toleration. Maybe you have receipts that are piling up in your counter or in your car or in your purse. Um, maybe you have a couple months worth of mail that you haven't opened yet. That was me when I got home from my trip. I had put off looking through a bunch of things that had come in the mail. Um, and I just let things pile up. And uh, maybe it's not setting up auto pay on a bill. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know that I need more um, examples here, but you know what I'm talking about. Monthly subscriptions you need to cancel. Unpacking boxes after a move, a closet full of clothes that you don't wear. And here's the thing, each of these on their own are not a big deal. But when you have a bunch of them, it causes strain, it causes stress on your mindset that weighs you down. And that is exactly what was happening with me. I was finding myself procrastinating. And when I looked around my physical environment, there were several symptoms that were very physical that were showing up all around me that were outward physical symptoms of my own procrastination. 
And it was starting to really weigh on my mental energy. And I, I took one of my coaching groups through um, one of my minds, my uh, my mastermind group. I took them through a goal setting process, and we're doing some ninety day planning together. And I realized that some of these goals that I was writing down are things that are important to me. But they're also things that are going to require for me to devote a large chunk of my mental energy if I'm going to complete those things, if I'm going to make traction and move forward with clarity and power. And I looked around me and I was like, my my house, my work environment is not set up for me to be really, really effective with my mental energy. And I don't know if any of you follow Jordan Peterson. I like to watch his TikToks sometimes. He's got, there's a lot of controversy around some things that he teaches, but one of the things that's been really standing out to me lately is the concept of cleaning your room every day and how cleaning your room can change your life. It's the start of a good habit. And um, for most of us, it's, it's the start of your momentum for the day is when we do small things like that, we are teaching ourselves what we are capable of. We are building character in ourselves that bleeds over into all of the areas of our life that, that show us, like, I'm the kind of person who gets it done. I'm the kind of person who does what I say I will do. And so when I looked around my environment, I was like, man, this environment is not reflective of who I say I am. It's not who I coach. This is not who I want to be. And so on Monday this week, I took a day and I took radical responsibility. And I, I did, I took a day to list out all of the things that really I needed to tackle in order to create momentum in my physical environment and in my mental energy in order to, to accomplish bigger things in my business and in my life. But some of the, sometimes things that hold us back from taking those actions is we have beliefs or we have little stories that we tell ourselves, don't we? And one of the stories I used to tell myself when I was a kid was that I have great visual tune-out skills. And this carried over into my adult life. I would step over a sock on the floor instead of stopping and picking it up because I have great visual tune-out skills. It's a fancy way of saying that I have high toleration for a messy environment. And it's not super messy, but it's just not like when you look around, you go, Mm, she's not really paying attention to the details, if you know what I'm saying. Um, or I would, I would tell a story like, it's not my responsibility to change the flickering light bulb in my closet. It takes an extra high stool for me to reach it. My husband should probably do that, right? Like he's the one that should be taking care of little stuff like that in, in our house. And so I would turn on that light every day and let it flicker because it's not my responsibility, right? Or I might say to myself, it's not in my strengths to take care of something. It's not in my strengths to do something that's hard for me. I should stay in my strengths. Um, dealing with financials in my business or in our personal finances is, is not as much in my strengths as doing other things that make money. And so I would tell myself a story like, I'm going to put that off because I really need to stay in my strengths. But here's the thing. Some of those beliefs, some of those things, those stories that I tell myself do not pass what I call the out loud test. So give your beliefs what I, this out loud test. And, and the idea is that if you were to say those things out loud, does it even make sense? So let's try it. I don't have time to take care of things that impact my finances. What? 
Like that's crazy talk, right? I'm working so hard in my business. I'm working so hard to create financial freedom with my investment properties and, and other things that I'm working on to say like out loud that I don't have time to take care of things that impact my finances. That does not pass the out loud test. Or I might, um, you might hear somebody say, I can't, I don't know how to do it. And that excuse worked way better before Google and YouTube. Because today, if there's something that I don't know how to do in my business, I can ask for help, I can Google it, I can look for a video on how to do it on YouTube. And so that excuse doesn't hold up anymore. So what I want to invite you to do with me today is to write a new story. Because when you start to take care of the tolerations, those, those little annoyances in your life, you start making progress in other areas of your life. Who you are today is not who you used to be, and you get to teach yourself what you can expect of you. And so for me, taking care of a number of those little tolerations that were happening in my life and in my household was teaching myself what I could expect of me moving forward. It's radical responsibility. Here's the truth. No one is coming to do this thing for you. And when I first started my business in real estate, I remember that I started doing things like bending down and picking up the stock instead of walking around it or stepping over it. And I would literally say out loud, if it is to be, it is up to me. If it is to be, it is up to me. When we can show up for our lives in little ways that prove to ourselves that we can handle our business, guess what happens? We start to handle our business at a higher level. If we can be trusted with small things, we get to be trusted with bigger things. And so the idea here is to shift your dialogue, change your self-talk to match your new behaviors. I take care of business. I am highly organized. I do what I say I will do. And you all know that I love affirmations. And if for you, if some of those things need to be part of your daily affirmations, the things that you say out loud to yourself when you are by yourself, incorporate those things into your self-talk. Because we have to change our beliefs and the way that that starts for a lot of us is changing our self-talk, changing what we say to ourselves when we are by ourselves. Because this is the truth as well. Whenever I say I can't, most of the time what I really mean is I won't. I don't want to. I have no desire to make the sacrifice or put in the effort to get that particular result. It's not something that I want badly enough to put ahead of my other priorities. But here's the truth. You are 100% responsible for your life, always and in all ways. What you believe, how you feel, how you behave, and how you respond to what happens to you is 100% up to you. And bad things can happen, things that are out of our control, but we are 100% responsible for how we respond to them. One of the things that I did on Monday this past week um, when I was doing like, like taking radical responsibility and tackling some things in my physical environment was that I cleaned up my daughter's, my eight-year-old daughter's bedroom. It had gotten out of hand to a point where it was unmanageable for an eight-year-old. And so I, I decided I'm going to take responsibility for that. I'm not going to blame it on her. I'm not going to um, expect something more of her than she is capable of as an eight-year-old. And I gave her some better systems for organization in her room. And I helped her to get rid of a lot of things that were cluttering up her space. 
because we kept adding furniture and more storage and an extra bed in there. And pretty soon it was so out of control that you could hardly walk in there. And, and here's, here's the reality. If I weren't going to help her with that, it was going to continue being that way for a long time. And so on Monday, I cleaned out you know, bags of trash from her, uh, from her creative hoarding. Um, she loves to do crafts and she tends to want to keep things that could be used for a craft in the future. And so I helped her to, to weed through that stuff. And I got some new storage systems and got rid of some of the bigger pieces of furniture in her room that were cluttering things up and allowing for more clutter to happen. And we took care of it. And I even built a, shel a new shelf um, that, that will hold some of her stuff. And I put underbed storage in there. You get the picture. Um, because even though I didn't make that mess, um, it's in my household and I'm gonna be responsible for helping be part of that solution. And, and so what I wanna encourage you to do is whenever you feel like you need an attitude shift, whenever you feel like things are getting out of control, make a list of what you can do. And I call this the power of can. So I can wake up as early as I want to. I can pick up the phone and make the call. I can send that email. I can learn what I don't know. I can find a partner if I need one on a project. I can eat healthy. I can exercise. I can clean out my closet. I can clean up my kitchen so that it is a wonderful place for us to cook and to spend time as a family. I can take charge and clean my, my kid's bedroom and make it a great, a great place for her to spend time. And then decide what you will do and take the action. Take the actions. Those small actions, those small victories lead to momentum in your life and in your business. And so decide what you will do and get busy. There's an exercise I want to share with you called the Million Dollar Day. This was introduced to me by one of my coaches, and it's based on a book by Mark Hoverson called The Million Dollar Day. And so here's the concept. Imagine your wealthy aunt has offered to pay you a million dollars to complete in a single day what you've been procrastinating on for decades. Could you do it? Here's how it works. Step one, make a list of everything you've been procrastinating on and a note about how long you've been procrastinating on each one. And so think about this in categories. There may be money-making activities or money-making um, things in your life, like talking to a financial advisor. Um, and you know you need to do it, but you've been procrastinating it on it for nine months. So you're gonna write, talk to a financial advisor, nine months. Maybe you need to schedule an appointment with one of your referral partners. Maybe you've been procrastinating that on, on that for six months. What if there's things that you need to take care of in your business administration, filing your LLC paperwork, opening that business checking account, meeting with a real accountant, applying for a business credit card so that you start that business credit? Or maybe there's things in your household, like I was describing earlier, or maybe things related to your health. Real talk here, um, in my early 20s, I went on a snowboarding trip and I um, had an accident and I, I hurt my neck pretty bad. Um, not bad enough that I had to go to the hospital or something like that, but bad enough that I was sore for weeks. And I had headaches for every single day I would wake up and I would have a headache. And this went on for months and years. And I'm embarrassed to tell you, I spent seven years having headaches every single morning. And so you know what I did? I would pop a couple ibuprofen. And over time, what happened is I, I, I 
ruined my gut. I, I made it so that I couldn't eat dairy food anymore, which is what I love. I love ice cream and cheese and all the things. And But I found that whenever I ate them, I would feel horrible. And so I had to cut that out of my diet. And I, I did some research and I learned that ibuprofen is terrible for your gut. And I was burning a hole in my stomach. Um, and, and then after about six or seven years, of managing my daily headaches and pain from this that had started with this accident, I finally went to a chiropractor and after three visits, my headaches were gone. I had procrastinated for seven years on something that affected me a little bit every single day. And so if you've got something on your list, it may be months, it may be years that you've been procrastinating on it as it pertains to your health, Maybe it's getting lab work done. Maybe it's going back for a checkup after you um, had a diagnosis and then you were fine um, and you're, you're just not going back for the checkup and it's weighing on your mental energy. I want you to write those things down and then write how long you've been procrastinating on those things. And then I want you to tally up how long you've been procrastinating cumulatively on all of the things on your list. And I talked to somebody one time that said, I have 24 years worth of procrastination that I'm going to knock out in a million dollar day. And so the idea is to make that list, tally up how long it's been, and then pick a day to complete your million dollar day, preferably within the next week. Okay, so we're not going to procrastinate on overcoming procrastination. We're going to get this done. Pick a day to complete your million-dollar day. And then step three is simple. Complete your million-dollar day. And now if there's things on there like doctor's appointments, on your million-dollar day, you're going to schedule those appointments. You're not going to have all of those appointments in one day because you may not be able to get everything done on your list. And so if there's things that are bigger like that, that um, you can't coordinate it all in one day on a Saturday, right, you're just going to make sure that you're getting those things scheduled that you're taking the action to get that ball rolling, okay? But that's the concept. And when we take care of little things in our life, it leads to us taking care of bigger things. And so if you want to participate in a million dollar day, I want to encourage you, like, let's do this together. Let's all take the time to, to overcome procrastination and knock those things off of our list. There's another book that I want to recommend to you that is called The Magic Art of Tidying Up. And I've talked about this before when I was talking about creating an environment for productivity. But the book is called The, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. And this book was really instrumental for me when a few years back, uh, my family and I were moving from, there were six of us, we were living in a 3,600 square foot house, and we decided to downsize because the suburbs just didn't feel right for us. So we decided to move downtown to a loft apartment. It was a two bedroom house and we, or a two bedroom apartment that we um, added an extra bedroom to by um, taking some of the living room space. And so it was tight quarters for six of us living there. But we had to downsize dramatically because here's what happens when you live in 3,600 square feet. You, you, you buy a bunch of crap and you fill your space. It's like space is a vacuum and it will be filled from estate sales and from furniture shopping and from buying more clothes and not having to get rid of things because space is limited. And so moving from 3,600 square feet down to 1,200 square feet was a huge exercise in us having to deal with a lot of the crap in our house and in our life. And we hauled away 14 trucks full, um, 14 pickup truck beds full of 
trash bags of clothes we don't wear, um, furniture that we didn't have room for in the next place and that we didn't really care about that much anyway. And it was so freeing to take that action and to deal with all of those things that had been piling up. And sometimes we have to be forced to take action in that way, right? We, we are because because we're moving or it's because, you know, there's a change in our relationship or something is happening. Right. And there's a, there's a big triggering event that happens and we have to take that action. But what I want to encourage you is don't wait to be forced to take that action. I want you to take control and to overcome procrastination in your life by taking radical responsibility and taking action. Here's the deal. If you wait until you feel like taking action, it may never come. But if you start taking action, the feelings will follow. The feelings follow when we take action. That is the reward. And so what I want to encourage you to do today is to, to plan your million dollar day, right? This is your take action challenge. Um, Kickstart a new practice of taking radical responsibility in your life by having a million dollar day. And just as a reminder, here's how it works. Um, a wealthy aunt has offered to pay you a million dollars to complete in a single day what you've been procrastinating on for decades. And so you're going to make a list of everything you've been procrastinating on and a note about how long you've been procrastinating on each one. You're going to pick a day to complete your million dollar day, preferably within the next week. And then you're going to complete your million dollar day. I had a million dollar day on Monday and it absolutely kicked my butt into action. I'm taking action in my business. I'm time blocking things um, that are part of my goals for this next quarter. And I'm feeling really high energy around those things. And that is what I want for you. If you want to gain more clarity in your life and in your business, and you want a regular kick in the butt like the one that I'm giving you today, then I want to invite you to join me for a free workshop for women entrepreneurs on how to build your personal clarity, confidence, and connections so that you can increase your income, live your best life, and inspire others to do the same. You can register for free at andreaingstrom.com. And if something on the show today resonated with you, would you just let me know by giving me a review on this podcast? If you're a woman entrepreneur, you can also join my Facebook group, Bold Women in Business Sisterhood, where I share strategies for clarity, confidence, and powerful connections so you can build the business and the life that you deserve. Till next time, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, encouraging you to take action on your dreams. You are the one who makes your dreams come true. So show up to your life with power and authenticity. Be bold, be tenacious, and make it happen.